rocking across the USA one more time, gang. David Essel in the box. David Essel Alive, America's positive radio talk show. Welcome aboard. So glad with all of the choices you have on a Saturday that you've decided to give us a little bit of your time. Our toll-free number, 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. America's positive radio talk show. We have the most amazing lineup again today. I can't wait to get into the guests. We'll be taking your calls. We'll be reading tons of emails. And, of course, we broadcast every Saturday out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. XM Satellite Radio 246, proud to be part, damn proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network, the gorilla of the radio networks, 1-800-548-8255. Now, you're listening to us right here on XM 246. If you have friends that would love this type of a program and they have not yet signed up for their XM subscription, let them know they can listen to us live right now at talkdavid.com. Just go to talkdavid.com, look for the XM logo, and bingo, scroll down. There you go. There's the player. Every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Get, get ready. Now, listen, if you want to talk, if you've got something on your mind that you would like to ask a question on, In a couple minutes, we're going to open the phone lines. You can even call right now. If you're stuck, if you're on the fence in a relationship with your career, your body, an addiction, if something isn't working the way you would like it to, maybe you've got something going down with your mom, dad, sister, brother, lover, whatever it might be, and you can't get over it. Let me know. Call me. Free. 100% coaching on the air right now. 1-800 is the number. Jot it down. 1-800-548-8255. Five, five. Father's Day tomorrow. I want to wish my dad a happy Father's Day. I'm going to talk about Father's Day in just a moment. For many people, it's a great celebration. And for some, it's absolute frustration. And I'm going to talk about both of those equations in a moment. But happy Father's Day. Steady Eddie Essel, who was on the show last week with me, talking about what it's like to be married for 63 years. Him and my mom just celebrated their 63rd wedding anniversary, and he was such a little wise guy. When I said, Dad, you know, I think I still have a chance to do that. I think I can even top your 63 years. And his response was, if you live to 150. Huh. I wonder if I got my sense of humor from my dad. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Guest today. Do you remember... World wrestling fame, Jake the Snake Roberts. Do you remember Jake the Snake? In the 80s, came back in the late 90s. I think he even did another appearance in, in, in the mid-2000s. We've got Jake the Snake on, but I'll tell you what. It's not just about being this wrestling hero, figure, guru. It's also about coming back from addiction. We'll talk to Jake in just a little bit. Dr. Eric Pearl returns. This is the guy, when we had him on before, he created the most amazing He was taught the most amazing healing methodology that we have ever seen on this planet so far, Reconnective Healing. We're going to be talking to him about his new book, Solomon Speaks on Reconnecting Your Life. Looking forward to having Dr. Pearl back in. Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum, all the way from Hawaii, will be having Dr. T back on talking about sugar addiction. Sugar addiction. The causes, the cures, and more. So much happening. So Father's Day tomorrow. Are you going to celebrate it in some way? Are you going to let your dad know if he's still with us? Like how important he was? Is it a phone call? Is it a visit? If he's not with us, have you ever thought about the fact that you could still write to him? You could write a letter to what he meant, what he taught you, and burn it? And believe, within, I believe within my heart and soul that I know exactly where that's going. You write a letter of love, admiration, thanks for what your dad did, how he showed you the way. 
and if he's still not on this planet, burn it, and it will reach him instantaneously. I can guarantee you that. I absolutely know that is fact. But what if you didn't have a good relationship? Like, what if you grew up and it was an absent dad or an addicted dad or an abusive dad? And you say, here's Father's Day. Like, what the hell do I do on this day? I'm not proud of my father. I'm not thankful for my father. And then we look at it from the opposite side and we say, can we be grateful for him showing us how not to live life? How not to be a dad to a daughter, how not to be a dad to a son? Can we somehow flip it and say, because of the abuse or the absence or the addiction, I made a decision that I will never go down that route. You know, I work with clients every day of the week, and I've got this one amazing young dad, incredible young dad. Guy works so hard. And he used this, instead of being angry at his father, who's still alive to this day, he used what I'm talking about right now is to say, holy cow, he taught me what not to do. And the way that this dad that I work with, one of my clients, treats his little child is the exact opposite of how he was treated and so he can be grateful for learning what not to do so there's ways to look at every equation in life and to take something out of it that is absolutely mind-blowing if we want to or we can live in resentment frustration and anger at our father for doing one of many things that could have been extremely unkind and in that way we're suffering daily and they may not be suffering daily. 1-800-548-8255. If you have a thought, if you have a question, if you have something you want to share about your father, something that's powerful, positive, like mind-blowing, call us. 1-800-548-8255. Uh, if you have a question about something that's going on in your life that you're not sure how to move past, uh, finances, career, relationship, weight, whatever, your attitude. Oh, my God. This morning I did a lecture uh, at, at a fitness facility, the Omni fitness facility, as a matter of fact, and, and in the lecture, we were talking about attitude and how to switch it, change it. If there's anything we're in control of, even though we might not think we are, it's attitude. Every day of your life, you have 100%. You don't have control over the economy. You don't have control over your partner. You don't control over your dog, your cat, your fish, but you do have 100% control over your attitude. So think about that. Um, I, you know, a couple things I was thinking of my dad like that, that impressed me with my father growing up. I was a basketball junkie. I played basketball all the time. I mean, 24-7. There was never a time a ball was not in, not in my hand. I'd sleep with a basketball, I swear to God. My parents would tell me that's true. I would sleep with a basketball every night. I loved basketball so much. And I remember this one time, we had a slanted driveway. And I had, a, and it was winter time. It was freezing out. But I played all the time. It didn't matter. And I did not ask for permission. Got the car keys. And I was too young. I was probably 13 or 14. Did not ask for permission. Got the car keys. And was backing the car up, left the door of the car open, and it got ripped off by the basketball post. <laughs> Is that an absolute trip? <laughs> Here I am being Mr. Smarty Pants, right? I don't need to find mom or dad and have him move the car. I'm going to move myself. And the car door was absolutely ripped off its hinges. And, and here's the coolest thing about my dad. This is the coolest thing. I can't imagine. I can't imagine it, right? But my dad was highly disappointed, and that was it. Like, there was no screaming. There was no – it was unbelievable. And I can remember that to this day, and that was a couple years ago, right? <gasps> unbelievable. And the other thing, and, of course, this other thing I'm going to share with you is, is basketball-related, too, is that I played basketball at Syracuse University for two years. And back then, we had junior varsity and varsity teams – 
So I'm at Syracuse University playing on the junior varsity, waiting to move up to varsity. And it was my, well, both my freshman and sophomore year in college. And my dad would come to every game, stay late after work, come to the games. My mom would make him an extra sandwich. So that was his big dinner. (laughs) On David's basketball games, his big dinner was a sandwich. And bless his furry little heart, he would come to the games and he would sit in the stands. And this was before the varsity game, so it wasn't like there's thousands of people in the stands. And there's my dad every freaking game. Snowstorm, Syracuse, New York is nasty weather. Snowstorms, blizzards. My dad never missed a freaking game. I love you, Dad. He rocks. He rocks. And I hope there's something, as you're sitting here thinking, if there could be, that you loved about your dad, doing something that maybe you can remember right now. You know, I pray for that for everyone. 1-800-548-8255. We are America's Positive Radio Talk Show, celebrating 22-plus years on the air. Doing what we do best, and that's lifting hearts, souls, and spirits to a whole new level in life. Once again, thank you so much for taking some of the time out of your day to join us. Let your friends know we are on the air for them as well. 1-800-548-8255. Call me. Your text answers coming up. Your email answers coming up. And if you want to talk, if you want to rap, if you want to chat, 800-548-8255. I am David Essel. Stay right there. You're tuned in to David Essel Live, America's positive radio talk show. Welcome aboard, gang. Call me, 1-800-548-8255. You have a thought, you have a question, something going on in your life that you want to share, that you would like some advice on, that you would like some help to move to the next level. Procrastinating, getting off the fence, call us, 1-800-548-8255. I want to go through some of these, uh, the many questions that we get in. Uh, this one, I'm, I'm going to tell you this story. I got a question, and the, and the person asked, what was the first big-name motivational author that you had on your show? And I can tell you, and I will tell you how cool this person was, Deepak Chopra. Dr. Deepak Chopra, if you know him, he was the first really big name. And I think we were on the air. This is going back to 1990. We were on the air for a very, very short period of time, and we got Deepak on. And let me. And so first of all, it was just amazing because even back then, he was a very big name. But here's the cool part of the story. He was traveling in Detroit, and his publicist had totally forgot to tell him that he had this interview with this guy on national radio uh, at midnight. Our show was on at midnight then. It was on from 10 at night to 1 in the morning, and he, he no one told him. So here he is sleeping, and my producer calls the hotel to his room, wakes him up, and this guy was such a champ. And when my producer said, oh, my gosh, we didn't know you were sleeping. You know, don't worry about where we book you. And Deepak said, no, if this was when I was supposed to be on, we'll do the interview. He was incredible. That's a great question. It reminds me of an excellent story. Deepak Chopra. If you don't know him, Google him. He is quite phenomenal. 1-800-548-8255. Emotional affairs, this next one. My husband just asked for a separation after he found a series of emails that I have with a coworker that are racy. Yes, they are inappropriate. I never had sex. I think he is overreacting. He wants to get an apartment for two months while we separate. Uh, he's right. Hate to blow your bubble, 
He is dead on. You know, there is no separation, gang, from an emotional affair, uh, racy emails, all, you know. But it doesn't even have to go to that level. If you if you have conversations with someone, and we're talking about conversations with someone of the opposite sex, if you're heterosexual. So, you know, in this case, this guy's married. His wife is doing, going off with some other guy. And it doesn't matter if you have sex. If you're, if you're flirtatious, it's an emotional, emotional affair. If you're sharing problems about intimacy that you're having, arguments that you're having with your husband, that's an emotional affair. We've been in this world doing this work for about 25 years now, and we can see they are just as devastating. They are a shattering of trust, flirtatiousness, sharing stories with a, a, a person of the opposite sex than you are. That should not be shared. And how do we know? So we go, okay, well, how do you judge that, David? Easily. If your husband was there, if we're talking about a woman here, if your husband was standing next to you, would you be telling the stories? And the answer is normally no. We wouldn't be. So that's an emotional fear. You're breaking into the trust. Um, okay, now, now that the trust is shattered, we want to get you back together. Our whole work is about saving these marriages when they can be saved, and sometimes they can and sometimes they can't. Um, but separate with a plan. Don't just separate. Don't just say, you know what, let's take some time off and see what happens. It's never going to work. Time heals nothing. See a professional at least one time a week for the two to six months that you're going to separate. Make sure you don't try to heal yourself. That's not going to work either. Um, Explore why you did it. Like if you're the person that was flirtatious, if you're the person that's sharing intimacy uh, or you're sharing intimate uh, situations with your partner, with someone, why did you do it? Did you want the attention? Were you craving attention? So your partner's not giving you attention, so you're going to go and tell these stories to someone else. They're going to go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. You're going through this, so you're craving attention. Like, why did you do it? And then the last thing you want to look at is what, what do both of you need to change, including your husband? What do you both need to change? And that can be done with a professional, you know. But, no, man, we, we get this all the time. We get emails all the time of people saying, you know, I think my partner's in an emotional affair, and they don't think it's a big deal. It is a huge Huge deal. 1-800-548-8255. I'm not laughing at that because that's absolute hell on earth. Uh, and I hope that you guys get it back together. But the next one is what I'm laughing at. And this came in before. This was an email. I don't know if we covered it maybe like eight months, a year ago or something like that. I remember this. So, but the, the question is, why do some guys love to French kiss? Uh, and even during sex, this is the part that made me smile. Uh, it turns me off and my boyfriend is very frustrated. So what is it? Here it is. The tongue is an amazingly powerful sexual organ. It's an incredible sexual organ. It is. The tongue is outrageous. It has billions of, of sensory, um, I want to say, what do we want to use? Nerve endings that, when utilized in the right way, will drive you crazy. It'll, it'll absolutely release all kinds of endorphin rushes. And, um, and if it's done correctly and for long enough, it will create arousal at a level that maybe some other parts of intimacy won't even touch. Isn't that incredible? There was a study once I saw a number of years ago that said it actually can even help release oxytocin during the kiss, oxytocin, of course, is the bonding chemical, the intense bonding chemical. So that's why your boyfriend or other people would love to French kiss. And I would say that if that's something that you're not willing to explore, the question would be why? 
Like, now that I've told you why he may be really into it, like, is there something that you heard in childhood growing up that said that's not ladylike? That's gross. I mean, maybe, and it could be even something like the first time you kiss someone, did the boy, like, try to put his tongue down your throat? And you go, oh, my God, that's so gross. And now that you're 20, 30, 40, 50 years old, you still have that memory from childhood? Oftentimes, that occurs. So think about that. one 800 5 Four eight eight two five five one eight hundred five four eight eight two five five money. Oh, this is a good one. Here we're going to mix a little bit of religion with money. In the Bible, it says that money is the root of all evil. Why do so many Christians strive to have more and never seem to think that they have enough? Okay, this is where we get to clarify. The Bible never said that money is the root of all evil. If you remember, it said the love of money, the worship of money, the adoration of money is the root of all evil. Now, they use love, and I just throw in the words worship and adoration, right? That's where people become greedy. That's where people start to put money above honesty, integrity, etc. So it's not that money is the root of all evil. It's that the love of money. We might lie to make more money, lie to save more money. You know, like that's where it is. It's not, it's not money. It's the love of. Money itself is inert. Money itself has no emotional tie. It has nothing whatsoever to do with the Bible. Money does not know about the Bible. Money doesn't care about the Bible. It's totally inert. It's just a substance. So we can't say that money in and of itself has anything to do with the Bible and or people doing wrong things. It's the love, adoration, worshiping that we want to be concerned with. one 800 Oh, really quick. We've just got a little bit of time left. I want to nail this one. What is the best tip you can give a college graduate regarding improving our attitude when looking for a job? I love this question. The best tip that I could give a college graduate for looking, keeping their attitude strong when looking for a job is remember this. We become what we think about, what we read, what we listen to, what we watch, and who we hang out with. We become what we listen to, what we read, what we watch, and who we hang out with. So if you want a great attitude when you're looking for a job, and if the job market for you is tight, and it doesn't matter if you're not a college graduate, you could be 40, 50, 60, 70 years old looking for a job, and attitude is everything, right? You walk into a job interview and you have a crappy attitude because you haven't found a job in six months or a year or two years or whatever, that, is, that energy is going to sabotage your success to be successful. So what we want to do is make sure that who we're hanging out with is uplifting, positive, not filled with negativity and gossip, right? Like that's crucial. We want to make sure what we're watching isn't reality TV and gossip and all that kind of stuff. And And even though I love some country music, I really do, I've been working with clients recently that have been down in the dumps and they crank country music. You know, my husband cheated on me, my wife cheated on me, this happened, that happened, and it's all this negative music. And the more negative, the louder they play it. So you may have to remember that we become what we think about, listen to, watch, and hang out with. Our attitude is totally tied in to those factors. Let's watch it. Hey, coming up in a minute, Jake the Snake Roberts... The wrestling guru coming back from addiction. We'll be talking to him. Can't wait. I'm David Essel. TalkDavid.com. Stay there. Ah, 
yes, the music behind us from Jake the Snake Roberts, the wrestling icon, is going to be with us in just a minute or so. I'm so excited to have this guy on for multiple reasons. Number one, he's a buddy of Diamond Dallas Page, and we've had Page on our show multiple times. Number two, he is in recovery, which yours truly, your host right here, has been in recovery too and uh, and loving it. And I'm, I can't wait to find out because Jake did it differently. Jake the Snake Roberts did it differently. He did it, and we'll find out exactly how, but by following his buddy, Diamond Dallage Page. That was part of the answer. So we're going to get a chance to talk to him about life as a wrestler, life after a wrestler, the fall, the addiction, the challenge, and now the resurrection. Very excited to talk to uh, to Jake the Snake. It, it, and before we go to Jake, I just want to to share this with you. Our show has always, for 22 years now, been about being positive. And one of the things that people struggle with in our day is stress. We worry about the kids. We worry about the economy. We might be worrying about addiction. We worry about money. We worry about our spiritual path. We just worry. Our bodies, you know, we look at our bodies and we don't maybe even see the beauty that they are, the absolute stunning body that we have, God-given temple. We don't know. We don't recognize it. We don't even see it, right? And it's because of all this stress that we have to look for alternative things to help us out. And one of the things I have used for years is essential oils. Dr. Michelle Brown who I love her work. She's going to be coming on the show in a little while, uh, later on, probably I think in two weeks, as a matter of fact. She's created this whole line and supports this line of certified, pure, therapeutic-grade essential oils. The one that I use for stress is, stress is called lavender. Lavender oil is unbelievable. I carry it when I travel. I carry it in my car. I have it everywhere. And if I'm stressed out, I just inhale it, and the stuff is magical. It hits the brain so fast. It hits the brain like a drug would. I'm, I'm not teasing you. It wouldn't. And being someone that knows how drugs work on the brain, because I used to go down that path, I can tell you this is unbelievably effective at decreasing stress. Lavender is my favorite for that. Of course, there's tons of other ones that can. But I want you to check out this website, drbrownsoils.com. It's drbrownsoils.com. Drbrownsoils.com. Check it out. The highest, pure, essential, therapeutic-grade Oils on the market today. These essential oils are powerful. drbrownsoils.com, drbrownsoils.com. Check it out. And I know you're going to be emailing me and texting me and saying, thank you, David. Jake the Snake Roberts, if you're remembering him, if you remember him, he was a guy that would come out and somewhere during a match he would pull out this burlap bag and have this monstrous snake in it. And use it as a tool of fear in the ring. His dad was was actually a huge wrestler before Jake was. And we've got him now talking about his world of wrestling, his downfall, and his resurrection recovery. Jake, welcome to the show. How's it going, bro? Hey, it's good to have you with us. I, I want to first start with, when. where did this snake thing come up, Jake? What part of your career, and how did that come up to use it as a prop? Do you really want to know the truth, or you just want the candy-coated thing, man? It's no, hell, you know what? There. We're all about honesty, Jake. We want only the truth. Yeah. Because okay. I'm an honest person. I don't mind. All right. Here's how it happened, man. From back in the day, back when we were driving three or four, five, six hundred miles a day and wrestling. Right. You know, back in the uh, bloating sandwich days, <laughs> and making 50 bucks for doing that. And they called us stars. Are you kidding? Yeah, that's what I used to do, folks. I was driving along one night, you know, that radio, just like here we are again, damn no radio. I'm listening to Monday Night Football, 
and they're talking about Kenny Stabler, the snake. Right. Remember him? All right. Sure, absolutely. So let's just say uh, there weren't you know, those oils, Dr. Brown's oils involved, <laughs> but there were some, uh, you know, yeah, they're that green stuff. Anyway, it was, <laughs> it was wafting through the car back in those days. and uh, I totally get it. I was drinking beer, of course, because back then I used to think I shouldn't drive until I drank, but that's just an idiot. Right. And, um, please don't do that, kids. Don't do either of them. <laughs> don't drink and don't drive. Very <laughs> nice. Don't ever do it. But right. I'm I'm going down the road, and I'm like, you know what, man? And like, you know, take another puff. I'm like, it'd really be cool. Like, take another puff. If a dude like had a snake, you know, like and carried it in a bag, he could like throw it on a dude, you know, and like really freak him out, man. <laughs> another puff, another puff, another puff. So the next day, I opened my stinking mouth and told this promoter that, and he's like, "Great idea, let's do it." <laughs> Okay, here's where the problem comes up. I forgot that I was terrified of snakes. <laughs> so, so, wait a minute, Jake. In your in your Cheech and Chong I moment. Hate, I hate snakes, man. I hate snakes. I'm terrified of bastards. Oh, my God, are you serious? Brother, I, I want to piss myself when I just see them on television, all right? But to show you how queer a wrestler is, He'll do anything for a buck, man. So dress me up, put me in pink tights or green tights or whatever. Give me a snake, pay me, and I'll walk out the ring with it. So that's the truth, man. Wow. Now, did did that snake actually ever bite anyone? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Jesus, are you kidding me, man? <laughs> Brother, I've got, I've got like 20 scars, 25 scars on my arms. You're oh, serious. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Oh, oh, my yeah. Lord. See, I didn't get smart till the end. And yeah. when I say the end, this is back when I, when I got the Cobra. The Cobra was the smart thing. See, the python, see, people, oh, it's a python, it won't hurt you. Bullshit. Bullshit, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're forgiven. Dallas is going to my rear end over that. Okay, he's restructuring my verbal calendar, too. So anyway, yes. Um, yes. I breathe. Okay, I need some of Dr. Brown's oils. Okay. You need some of Dr. Brown's oils yeah, right yeah, now, Jake the Snake. I shouldn't put them there, though. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> um, so the python has things that are like two or three inches long. Yes, now, right. Here's what here's what they'll tell you with a python. If it bites you, do not move. Well, I'm sorry, folks. Guess what? <laughs> if something sinks, sinks three inches of things in my ass, I'm moving. <laughs> and I'm swinging. And I'm cursing. And I'm fighting. I okay? guess. Yes. A natural reaction for me. Maybe you're different. Maybe you've been sedated with Dr. Brown's oils. I don't know. Okay. But I get the, get the cobra. The cobra, my God, has no fangs. He has teeth. Right. Like cat, you ever been fishing, man? Oh, absolutely, yes. You ever caught a catfish? Sure have. Okay, that's the type of teeth a cobra has. Right. Now, here's a catchy part on cobra. Venom. Okay, we all know venom's not cool, all right? 
Right. So let's get this son of a bitch devenomized, and then he can bite me, right? No problem. So we would think. Right. So that's what we did. And the cobra, here's the good news, folks. There's good news behind this story. The cobra weighs 15 pounds. The python weighs 150 pounds. Let me think about that. No brainer. Right yep, no yep. brainer. So we made the switch from the python to the cobra. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Smart move. Jake, I, I'm sure in those days you didn't make a lot of smart moves, but that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. This one's a very few that I made. <laughs> I bet it was. I bet it was. Now, when when you know what I, I I was reading in your bio, and one of the people you mentioned uh, is someone that that you used to wrestle that I met. I had a chance to meet who is Andre the Giant, and yeah. and Jake. For our listeners that don't know who that is, that guy was massive, wasn't he? Massive. Yeah. Brother, he had he had fecal things come out that weighed more than me, man. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was off the charts huge. Yeah, he was like five seventy. You know, I five hundred seventy pounds. Yeah, I weighed two fifty. So he's double right. my size. He's double, double your size. size. And 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 how tall are you, Jake? When you weigh two fifty, how six tall five, are you? Six five. You're you're six five at two fifty, and Andre the he's Giant weighed seven five. He was seven foot five. You know, I remember five, he, he seven, got eight. out of a cab. Yeah, I, I tell you what, Jake, we got to run to a, a, a quick a quick break here. We're going to come back. This is awesome, Jake the Snake Roberts. I knew it was going to be a fun a fun interview. I, for more information on Jake and his recovery, which we're going to talk about from addiction, uh, ddpyoga.com, diamonddellaspageyoga.com. As I mentioned earlier, we had Paige on several times a show. And when I found out that Jake the Snake Roberts it was working with Paige and getting himself clean, we had to have him on Jake is amazing. We'll find out more about his story right after this. You're tuned in to America's Positive Radio Talk Show, David Essel Alive, celebrating 22 years on the air. So glad that you're with us. Let your friends know much more with Jake the Snake coming back. For more information on him, go to our website, talkdavid.com. You'll find a way to link into his bio as well. I'm David Essel. Stay there. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. Ah, more Jake the Snake music as we introduce back from the break. Jake the Snake Roberts, a professional wrestling icon who uh, not only made noise in the ring, but out of the ring as well. Got himself into some trouble, bouncing back uh, into redemption and resurrection. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Show, David Essel Live. Hey, Jake, wh- when did the when did the demise start with the drug and alcohol where it got so bad that it was getting you in major trouble? Well, I'll just tell you this, man. Anytime you start, that's 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 the beginning to the end. Okay. Yep. Um, it's, that's just the way it is, man. I mean, I've been to the rehabs, I've been in jails, and uh, you know, I never met anybody in either place. Said, you know, Jake, when I was a young kid and growing up, I decided I wanted to become an alcoholic and a drug addict. No, that's not what happens to you in life, man. But yeah. once you take that step, you know, then you went down the wrong road. And, uh, you know, I went down and I went down it hard, real hard. I never did anything half-assed, man. I mean, yeah, yeah, stupid yeah. Stupid and stupid does. Um, I'm so yeah. grateful that, that I'm so alive today. I mean, I've got... I've got such a beautiful world, man. Look at me, mm. man. Mm. Uh, I've got I've got children. I've got grandchildren that you know actually won't know me. You know, right? And right. Uh, 
it, it was, uh, you know, we're, we're talking pages away from that just a few months ago, man. I mean, right. uh, hey, and, Jake, um, this is going to be, yeah. wait a minute, this is going to be your first Father's Day sober. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wow. Man. Wow. Yeah, bro, I mean, uh, I just, you know, Thanksgiving hit me, man, and uh, I was talking to three of my oldest kids on the phone, and they said, you know, Dad, you know, we're so proud of what you did in your business for all those years. Mm. And, you know, you know, your success. But and they told me, Dad, right now, you're doing so much more above that. You know, and it took my breath away, man. And, and wow. uh, to have Christmas and uh, to be a part of my um, grandchildren's recovery. I mean, a lot of people don't know what's going on with them. I mean, uh, mm. I got three grandchildren that uh, they had, had all the cards stacked against them. I mean, uh, two of right. them, um, two of the twins, were born at 1.8, 1.11 ounces. Wow. Uh, yeah, man. And God is good, man. They, they're, yes. They've survived and they're thriving. Although they've never chewed their own food, they're still getting, they're going to get there someday soon, man. So I've been blessed, man. And by the yeah. way, before we go any further, I want to say kudos to you, man, for having a good news radio network. Thank That's you. That's something Jake. I've always wondered about. Why in the hell isn't there a good news channel? And my friend, you have finally enlightened me to one. And I promise you I will be checking you out. So you better keep the good news coming, man. Hell yeah, Jake. We, there is no doubt about that. It ain't ever changing. Thank you. Man, Thank you awesome, very much. I, I, I appreciate that. You then, on your path yeah. to sobriety, yeah. started working with Diamond Dallas Page and his yoga. Tell me about that transition. How has that helped you get clean? Well, how's your what now? How has it helped you get clean? How has Diamond Dallas well, Page's yoga program? I'll tell you something about DDP Yoga, man. It's, yeah. um, you lock into that workout and that releases the endorphins, uh, you know, again, another drug, but it's a good right. drug, <laughs> but it releases the endorphins into your system. So whenever I get up in the morning and I hit that workout, man, the good news is there. Okay. Yep. And I'm not, I'm not treading water, looking around for what am I going to do to make me feel good today? You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I hit that endorphin. I get my endorphins early in the morning. Well, actually, I lied. I hit the hot tub first, okay? <laughs> just because I look good in a, in a, in a one-piece, okay? I'm just telling you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I can send you photos. That'll be under Good News Network. I don't think so. Anyway, <laughs> I, hit the, uh, I hit the hot tub. I, I do the workout, man. And all of a sudden, I get this burst of good shape mm. out there. Mm. Whereas before... And I dub, I, I trudge around, I feel like crap, my body hurts, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Right. Okay, cut right. the crap, man. Let's get to some good stuff. No, it takes work. And how much man. time, Jake, how much time in the morning do you put into DBDP yoga? Oh, 17, 25, 35 hours. Actually, in the how morning? About, how about 25, 30 minutes, man? That's it. 25, 30 minutes, and you well, get the endorphins not moving. Now, not now. Now I'm, I'm stepping up, and I'm doing 45, 50 an hour and 10 Excellent. sometimes, you know? Yeah. Because I'm hungry, man. I'm hungry. And guess what? I'm getting stronger every day, baby. I bet. <laughs> I, I bet. 
Now, ddpyoga.com, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to find out what Jake the Snake is talking about in his recovery, go to ddpyoga.com, ddpyoga.com. As when Dallas was on with us, Dallas Diamond Page, not too long ago, he said, remember the tagline, it ain't your mama's yoga. Ain't that true, Jake? You know what, man? You know, he he throws it out there like it's a challenge, okay? I'm going to tell you guys something. It pisses me off how easy it is. (laughs) <laughs> it's not that hard to do. Somebody right. in a wheelchair could be doing this. In fact, I've talked to my mother about doing it from a wheelchair. Nice. Because it's about it's about releasing the endorphins, and, and that gives you a boost to go a little bit further with your day, you know? Mm-hmm. You release those endorphins, which is a good drug, into your system. All of a sudden, you feel like, hey, you know what? I think I can take an extra step. I think I can take I, – I can do five squats. I can do this. It gives you positive stuff in your mind. Mm. Okay, another drug. Yeah, it is. But you know what, folks? Guess what? <laughs> this <laughs> world is full of drugs. Let's do the good stuff. Absolutely. I, I Jake, want to tell I, you. Yeah, go I, ahead. Here's one, thing, here's one thing I want to say. Here's what Diamond Dallas Page, DDP Yoga, did for me. It gave me the ability and the desire to have good dreams again. Hmm. Do I need to say more? No, that's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, Jake, we, we, we've got to run. I want to thank you so oh, much you guys for. for... Suck. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys hey. some good news. You just want to have the damn channel. Yeah, you guys are, <laughs> man. You damn radio people, man. You trip me out, man. It, it is a trip. Hey, we're going to get you back. I'm going to get you back on the show. How's that All sound? Right, Hey, man, right. peace and love to everybody out there. Remember this, man. It ain't over till you say it's over. Never give up. Love it. Love it, Jake. Have a happy Father's Day. Absolutely. I know you will. Okay, we'll, right. we'll get you again. Bye-bye now. DDPYoga.com. That was Jake the Snake Roberts. DDPYoga.com. So happy to hear his story. Let's go to Corey in Austin, Texas. Corey, you're on with David Essel. Hello, Corey. David, can you hear me? Hey, hey, I got you, Corey. I got you. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? What what would you what can you share with me? Uh, listen, I just wanted to uh, first of all, I just wanted to tell you that that was one of the most extraordinary interviews uh, I've ever heard. Um, great guest and uh, just really good dialogue going back and forth. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say to you is that um, I have uh, I'm an alcoholic and I've been uh, struggling for about 15 years with it. Um, today, Lord willing, will be uh, 33 days for me, clean and sober. Wow. Very nice. And uh, I just wanted to tell you, um, your show helps. Like, you're doing a service. Um, I, I I really can't put it into words, but it, it really helps. I look forward to listening to you um, all the time. I travel for work, and so it's a little bit difficult, and it would be very easy for me to, um, to uh, you know, do what I do uh, because I don't have anybody looking at me. Sorry, that's, right. that's my GPS. <laughs> um, anyway, heading into San Antonio now. Long story short, uh, it would be very easy to, for me to do whatever I want to do because I don't have anybody like looking at me or uh, right, you know, um, looking over my shoulder or anything like that. But um, right, your show helps, and I really appreciate what you're doing. And uh, I felt mm. compelled to call you because. Uh, as a kid growing up, 
I was a huge Jake the Snake Roberts fan. I mean, wow. Uh, you know what, Corey? Corey, I am so glad you called. We have to run. We're at the end of the hour, but call back another time when we can talk more. And congratulations. Keep doing your work. Thanks, David. I, I appreciate it. you. Thank you, man. TalkDavid.com for more information. Don't forget, every show we do is archived. Go back and listen. I'm David Essel. More to come. Stay there.